The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. What's up? Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson. Uh, First off, appreciate everybody's patience. We know we've had an issue with our radio station today. You probably can't even hear us right now, which is fine. Happens. Just a couple of dudes in a room talking to each other. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's more than just that. Uh, No, we do have our engineers. They are very much aware. They've been working on it. Crazy storm yesterday caused some issues on one of our broadcast sites on a mountaintop. Um, uh, Anyway, they are on it. Uh, we're still on 1390 AM streaming online, 1069thefan.com, and hoping soon to be back up and running on 106.9 FM if we're not there yet. So stay with us, stay tuned, appreciate the patience, and sorry about the inconvenience for those who love to tune in and listen to the uh, lineup of, of guests that uh, fill the station during the regular uh, broadcast day. So uh, all that being said, a couple different things we wanted to get to today. Major League Baseball hunt for wild card is it's a tight, tight race. Very exciting. And uh, one team is treating every day like it's a playoff. Uh, it's a one-game playoff for them. How well is that paying off? Uh, we'll also update you on what's going on, the, some of the thoughts between Utah State and San Diego State preparing for this big matchup in conference play on a late Saturday night. And... Uh, Interesting comments, too, from an athletic director at San Diego State about this new law that's being passed in California to pay players for their use of their image and likeness and for like endorsements and things like that. And what he's thinking about this, how that might affect his school and the positive and negative effects of that potentially. So interesting to get that perspective from a Mountain West school, a Mountain West member institution located in California. And there is an interesting discussion yesterday from one of our national treasures, Coach Mike Leach at Washington State. The god of press conferences. He has created an interesting <laughs> thought process, a thought discussion that we're going to have this in today's show. I can't wait for that. Man, anything Mike Leach says, you take seriously. Okay, it is written scripture when he talks, and you treat it like such. At least treat it as something that is hallowed and worth respecting, because it's not every day that you hear or see anything like it. So, yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah, it's good stuff. You you showed it to me today. Someone had texted me a video of it, and I didn't have a chance to watch it. Um, had some other stuff to do, but uh, I came in and you, you you pulled it up and we listened to it and I was just dying. It's so good. Such good stuff. Love it. Um, Eric, you know, I, I had a great morning. Uh, woke up, went to the gym, worked out, had a nice breakfast. You know, there was some great moisture of rain that we got to have here in Cache Valley. So you're starting to have a better day than you did yesterday? Until you, until my phone buzzes and uh, I... It's a message on our fantasy league. 
And it says, Eric Franson has sent out a message. Oh, you get alerts from that stuff? Yes, Eric. I get alerts from that stuff <laughs> that you like to call stuff. Oh, um, what, 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 what was the alert? Well, Eric, it is you talking smack for absolutely no reason at all. My feelings were already hurt as it was after a tough weekend. Okay? An absolutely really rough weekend. And it got worse today because one... uh. It says, uh, let's see, point three is all it takes is the title of your message. That's the difference between winning and losing in week two. I'll take it. And the tots, you say. <laughs> Thanks, RJ. Then you decide, you know what? Hold on. Let's, 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 let's be correct here. Needed to run the math. Bad math. Dot, dot, dot. I meant .36. Well, thank you, Eric. Thank you for pointing out that James White didn't need five yards. He needed two yards. It was a very slim margin, and it was slimmer than you were talking about yesterday. Eric, I don't need you to remind something me. Something about that your math didn't quite add up to well, me. Well, you know what? Something about you doesn't add up to me. <laughs> okay? Something about you doesn't add up. Because who, what kind of a co-host... Would rub it in that I uh, that I'm a failure. Look, I thought it was a motivational thing. Look, you don't you don't need to dominate your opponent. You just have to be point three six better than, than your opponent. You can be better than less than one to beat your opponent. Shouldn't that be? Motivating? You don't have to like cream your competition. Just need to beat them by point three six is all. That's all it takes. Slim margins. They matter. Sure. You know, in football, they say it's a game of inches. For us, it was a game of tenths or hundredths. <sighs> Look, Eric, I just I just want you to know your message was not appreciated. That's all I'm just trying to tell you. I was I was thanking you for a good competition. For a good comp no for a good battle. You were thanking me because my players decided to really just crap the bed on it on when I'm already 0 1 and I desperately needed a win. You turn around and throw it right back in my face. You didn't appreciate that? No! What do you think? <laughs> okay. I am a, I am a, I am the Jets metaphorically right now. Mm. Which, if you haven't been watching football lately, is not a good thing. It's pretty low. It is. Hey, if, if I'm the Jets management, obviously I, I have to be thinking, what did we do in hiring Adam Gase to be our head coach? Because <laughs> when he was at Miami, he wasn't like setting the world on fire. No, but it wasn't this bad either. <laughs> they bring him to New York, and it's this bad, and it's awful. It's horrible. I mean, Le'Veon Bell goes there, they're thinking, "Hey, we might start to turn a corner." Even he struggled. Uh, you have to do, you know what? With all the talk about how. Embarrassing they were yesterday or last night. How about Luke Falk getting in there? Yeah, and he's going to be there. He's already been named the starter for next week. Yeah, former Logan kid. 
now uh, playing in the pros and starting for the one of the worst teams in the NFL. But it doesn't matter how it happens. It matters that it happens. And now he's starting. And we're so happy for him. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully that is the beginning of change. Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr., he had a big game. There was a lot of smack that was going on from uh, some of the people with the Jets that uh, he wasn't this dynamic wide receiver. If he was, why would the Giants get rid of him um, and all this garbage? Yeah, he, you could tell he had something to prove. Mm-hmm. 161 yards and a touchdown. Does, does last night's performance change your attitude about the Browns? No. Compared to how they looked in week one? No. Or did they just go up against a really, really inferior team? Yeah, let's do that one. Like, look, the Browns got drubbed by the Titans. Don't forget that. <laughs> so they turned around and they got lucky by getting week two of the Jets on Monday Night Football to celebrate an anniversary of the first Monday Night Football game ever, which I get. It's great. But it's just, it's still bad football. And, and so, yeah, the Browns will come back down to earth. I can promise you that. Within the next two to three weeks, they'll be, they'll be right back down to earth. So don't you worry. <laughs> next week. I mean, they play the Rams. Oh, yeah. See, they're coming back. Then they play the Ravens. Oh, another team that's just on fire right now in the NFL. And then the 49ers. 49ers are playing pretty good so far early season. Yeah, and Seahawks, Patriots. doesn't get any easier. That is a tough stretch there for the Browns. Well, no, don't they have... Rams, Ravens, 49ers, Seahawks, Patriots. No, they have the... Good pa- luck getting a win in there. They have the Patriots next and next week. I'm looking at the Browns' schedule right now. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at New York Jets' schedule. I'm sorry, yeah. Patriots are at the Patriots on October 27th. Patriots are at the Patriots, huh? Sorry, the Browns are at the Patriots October 27th. Yeah, Cleveland's going to get the beast. Uh, on So not only do you play Monday night, but now you get a chance to get embarrassed on Sunday night. Congratulations, guys. Uh, I hope for Luke Falk that they get something figured out with that offensive line, uh, get some protection around him. He was sacked a couple of times. I um, hope that we, just for the sake of their team, they get some things figured out. It's going to be a long, long year. Speaking of New York, changes in New York, the Giants made a change. Finally sat, they're sitting Eli Manning, and they're going to have Jones be their starting quarterback in week three. Earlier than some people thought, later than others thought as well. Uh, Jones looked really good in the preseason, but sure again, did. it's just a preseason. Sure did. No, he looked good. Uh, and, I, you know, as a Giants fan, you knew this was coming. This is like riding on the wall, right? I mean, he, he knew this was coming. Um, like, the older you get, so, I mean, it almost makes you appreciate what Tom Brady's doing right now at his age. But, I mean, Eli Manning just... He's he's won a couple Super Bowls and it was wonderful, but he really didn't play that great in those Super Bowls either. And he, I mean, he did have a couple of good playoff games, but got bailed out too by by his defense. So those defenses in both Super Bowls were incredible. They were very, very they good were amazing, dude. That that 0-7-1 was probably one of the better defenses in in 
to play in a Super Bowl, to be honest with you. But, you know, it, it, it's time. It, and they should have done it a while back. You know, give give this Daniel Jones kid who who looked like you said looked good in preseason. Just give him give him a couple of games, see if he can settle into it and, and make some progression for this Giants team who's in desperate need of some positivity. Uh so we'll see what happens in the NFL. Any other changes that happen in week three. Um but uh week two is finally over. Happy to see some of the those with connections to Utah or Utah State having opportunities at the next level. And uh, certainly a big thing, big opportunity for Luke Falk to take advantage of that uh, opportunity in front of him. So wish him the best. Hope it goes well for him. Yeah, that is pretty cool. He actually looked really good when his line blocked for him. The problem is his line didn't really block for him a whole lot. I mean, Miles Jack was in their backyard pretty much every single time. Luke Fall dropped back to throw. I mean, but he actually looked okay. 20 for 25, 198 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions. But he was sacked twice. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with the Jets and with Luke Falk. Um, AJ, Major League Baseball, the regular season is only f- uh, concluding here in just a few weeks. And so the race for the wild card is really, really tight right now. Every day it seems to change. In fact, even the divisional uh, race in the National League Central isn't really wrapped up. Mm -hmm. American League Central, mostly, but there's still a little bit of wiggle room there if the Indians make a big move and if the Twins falter. But in the National League Central, St. Louis currently is, in, is ahead. The Cubs are two games back. Brewers, three games back. So it's a very close race. Uh, and then when you look at the wild card race, it's just a game, game or two that separates three or four teams. So it's, uh, this is a really fun time of the year. So where do you really pay close attention? Uh, every game matters. Yes, you could say every game matters all year long. But it's a very tight race and how things can change with who gets what kind of position. Are you in a one-game series? Or are you getting multiple chances to try to play and, and uh, continue on your season? Do you, So did you say the Cubs were two games back of the wild card? Well, the two games back of the central... Oh, title? Title. Gotcha. Yes. But they're leading the wild card? Uh, double checking that right now. Cause they're uh, right there with the with the Nationals. They're tied. So currently, they're tied with the Nationals for the wild card. Brewers are one game behind. Phillies five games back. Mets five games back. So if the players were to start, the playoffs were to start today. Chicago's at Washington. Boy, that'd be a tough one for the Cubs to have to do. Uh, Dodgers, Cardinals would, or Dodgers would play the winners of the Cardinals and Braves. Gosh, dang it, dude. I'm so sick of that. <laughs> I'm just sick of it, man. We just keep running into chainsaws. Oh, gosh, dang it. Then on the other side, uh, Houston Astros would await the winner of the Twins. And imagine that. You're the Yankees, and you're fighting for the best record in the AL. 
And if you don't get it, you have to play in a wild card game versus the Twins just to play the Astros. That's messed up. That's, man, second best team in the AL, third best team, maybe second best team in the league with the Astros, and you have to play a wild card game just to play the Astros. That should be an ALCS matchup. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Meanwhile, the Tampa Bay Rays got the Oakland A's. <laughs> wow. Hmm. That's tough. Uh, hey, don't look down, but the uh, Cubs, mm-hmm. hottest team in baseball right now. Oh, my gosh. They've Aaron. won five straight. I still think the Cardinals are better than the Cubs. They have talked about treating each game as a playoff game, as an elimination playoff. Game. Well, no crap. You should. Hello. Hey, it's, uh, we're about this close from being eliminated, so let's treat it like it's an elimination game. Well thought. <laughs> well thought there, Mr. Madden. <laughs> well, I mean, really, though. Like... It's an, I mean, yeah, sure, it's do or die time now. Like, if you go on a three, four game losing streak, you're out of it. So, yes, you should treat it like that. I don't like how this NLL, I don't like how the wild card's set up. Like, the Braves are fighting for, with the Dodgers, for the best record in the NL, but yet, if the Braves don't get it, they got to play the Cardinals just to get to the Dodgers and then in the NLDS. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it, it is a little man, quirky. I don't like it. Uh, I mean, I, I appreciate they're trying to give more opportunities to have more teams involved. Uh, I've always felt like the Major League Baseball playoffs kind of limits the number of teams that get a get a chance to play in the postseason. I don't know that I love just a one-game playoff, but because they can kind of mess up your rotations and who you use with your pitching staff. But, I don't know. How, how would you change it, Ajay? How would you change the playoff structure in Major League Baseball? Well, back in the... Well, just delete that wild card game because they added an extra game, didn't they? Yes. Just delete it. Just get rid of it. You don't need it. Go back to the way it used to be. Because therefore, you get the best matchups in the ALCS. Well, you get the matchups that could potentially have the best teams in the LCS. Okay, so you take your division leaders. Yep. Plus one. Yeah. So your your wild card, your plus one, goes up against the top team mm-hmm. in that league. In, in that the league, next yeah. Round. So you only really have... You have a semifinals and then a finals and then a World Series. So I guess you'd still end up with the same problem then, wouldn't you? For example, if the Yankees didn't weigh... Well, yeah, if they won the AL East, then they wouldn't have to worry about playing the Astros yet. Correct. Yeah. I See, that's the way it should be. That, the way it used to be was just fine. I don't know why we had to do this because now like the Yankees would have to play the Astros in the first... In the NLDS, man, or ALDS, excuse me. That should be an ALCS matchup. Absolutely be an American League Championship Series matchup. That's what I hate about that. 
Well, currently, with uh, still a couple more games to play, uh, obviously we still have, what, two weeks? About two weeks left to play in Major League Baseball. Uh, how much more movement will there be? Um, really, it's, it's a three-team race in the American League, and it's largely a three-team race in the National League. Philadelphia, New York, outside shots. I guess the Diamondbacks even in that mix as well. Uh, something's, some, some team is going to have to really struggle, and one of those other teams will have to really get hot. But, um, but nonetheless, it makes it the last couple of weeks interesting because it's going to change a little bit every day how that moves. So we'll keep an eye on it, continue to keep you up to date on it, and uh, yeah, see which teams are in better positions and which teams lock it up. Because we're starting to get into that, I think, here with probably the next week. Already New York, um, excuse me, not New York, but Atlanta and Los Angeles, they've already locked up their divisions. Uh, I would suspect that the Yankees and the Astros will be locking up their divisions here pretty soon. Yeah. Yankees are at two, right? There's their magic number. Is that right? Braves are at three for their magic number to clinch the uh, NL East. So a couple of more days here, and some of those will be locked up. Still, the Central Division's still very competitive and very tight in both the American and National League. Um, Ajay, let's do this. There was an interesting press conference, shall we say. Oh, man. With Mike Leach. (laughs) Gold. Head coach of the... Washington State Cougars, and people ask him really bizarre hypothetical questions all the time, and he gives them answers. Sometimes they're just really off the wall and make you scratch your head thinking, what did he just say? Other times he gives you just pure comedy gold. And he was asked about uh, who would win in a, a battle of mascots in the Pac-12. We'll hear his answer, who he thinks would win, and then it also makes us think, well, who would win in a battle of mascots in the Mountain West? We'll discuss that. We'll also look at our player of the week, somebody who stood out in their individual play over the past week. Sponsored by David Price. And a stat that blew our minds. Also have some audio from uh, athletic director from uh, San Diego State, and some interesting stuff from uh, Rocky Long as well. And uh, Utah State continuing to get ready for game day, which will be Saturday night, late Saturday night. Kickoff will be 8.30. We'll, our sister station, KVNU, will be doing KVNU game day starting at 6.30 on Saturday night. Al Lewis and Greg Hislop breaking it down. A full two-hour pregame uh, with a great insight and analysis. And then as soon as the game is over, we'll be back on the air again with... Uh, KVNU game day Aggie call to take your calls and break down what happened in San Diego. So that's coming up next here on the Full Court Press. It's the Full Court Press weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM The Fan. A sign of human intelligence out there. Please let us know that you are hearing us. Oh my gosh. Got <laughs> some problems. Got some problems in here. Props. We, we, so we had a problem up on our mountaintop. Oh, 
up on the mountaintop. That's another problem is when Ajay sings. But whatever. We had another problem uh, out this where our broadcast facilities are located. There was a, a, a power outage. Now, we have a big generator that kicked on right away. But there was a slight bump in the, in the handoff. And it caused some uh, issues in the building. And we thought we got them taken care of pretty quickly. But there may be a lingering issue. Here in our studio. So bear with us. It's been an interesting day, to say the least. Uh, also, speaking of interesting, Mike Leach is not one that is uh, never bashful to share his opinion whenever you ask him for it. And it can be on a wide range of topics. <laughs> and somebody asked at the end of his press conference this week about who would win in a mascot battle in the uh, in the Pac-12. We'll share his response, weigh our opinions, and then what would you, who would win in a mascot battle in the Mountain West? So here's Mike Leach, his very thoughtful response to an odd question. That's a good question. Well, first of all, what kind of mythical powers does a Sun Devil have? We've got to consider that. I'm going to say the Wildcat's out. Uh, the Trojan, is he? does he have a horse or is he on foot? Does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword? Uh, the Bruin, definitely formidable. Um, another bear up there at Cal. Uh, the tree, I imagine that tree's going to get chopped down. It's unless we're going to go with the bird and somebody might get pecked or something. I don't know. And then um, the duck. The duck might lose interest and just fly away and get out of there, which may be good advice under the circumstances. Uh, the husky, no chance. The beaver. Well, we'll see how long that beaver can hold his breath. The ute, again, we're back to, uh, is he on horseback? Does he have a bow and arrow? Did he trade for a rifle? I mean, you know, because if that youth's got a rifle, there's some definite problems. You know, you'd have to get one of those Harry Potter activists to read up on how you kill a sun devil because there's a lot of uh, outside stuff there. Um, just as far as a beast alone, uh, a buffalo's going to be pretty hard to tangle with. I mean, a, bu- a buffalo's utterly outstanding. Did I leave any of them out? There's no question. The Kugel find a way. Uh, clear-minded and crafty, a combination of stay out of harm's way and and uh, <clears throat> and attack when you get your uh, your chances or your openings. A cougar is clear-minded and crafty, so he, he likes his cougars, but uh, he thinks the buffalo is the terms of a, a beast be the hardest to tangle with. Uh, <laughs> I love that he. He talks about you have to get your Harry Potter activists. <laughs> what is a Harry Potter activist, by the way? Back to the Ute. Uh, <laughs> well, does he have a rifle? Does he have a rifle? If he has a rifle, it changes the whole <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> and the duck, the duck's just gonna leave. Yeah, the duck's gonna lose <laughs> no interest. interest. <laughs> Probably smart. He say, "How long can the beaver hold its breath?" <laughs> I love Mike Leach. He did you ever hear the story? Uh, Pac-12 media day before we get into our part. Uh, he <laughs> they asked him about like what's one of the worst flux situations you had, and he goes, 
it wasn't as much dumb luck as it was a dumb player, but he told the story that they were at Nebraska, and um, and I think this is while he was at Texas Tech, and the uh, they were in no, so they took the coin toss, they deferred to kick, right? So they kicked in the first half, they come back, and for whatever reason, the captain of that team that went back out there and chose to kick again. So they kicked twice in the first half, and then this for whatever reason, somehow, they ended up kicking twice. What? And Mike Leach was just furious with his player. And so his player was really superstitious, I guess, at the time. Um, and I can't remember what it was that he would do. Oh, he had never lost a coin toss. So he won the coin toss, deferred, and then went out there and then chose to kick in the second half, too. And they lost by seven. Whoa. <laughs> and anyway, just the way, he, the way he told the story was so good. It was he just you could you could hear the irritation in his voice with the football player. So people yeah. have asked Mike Leach about marital advice. Oh man. <laughs> I would you take his I mean, would you spend as much money as you need to, to take his class? Yes. Me too. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. The things I would learn about whatever the things he decides to talk about would be so life-changing. I don't know. At one point, he was really into pirates. I don't know if he yes. still is or yes. not. I still remember him talking about the Monopoly board and how it's meant to, to, to screw you over. Like, the, the Monopoly board, like he was just livid. Like, Park Place, uh, Boardwalk, he hates, like, he hates Monopoly because he feels like the board, the careers of the board, mean to, like, Screw you over so you, you that nobody can win. And he went through this long, like, long reasoning why and analysis of the Monopoly board itself. <laughs> it was mind, incredible. Mine definitely works in another realm. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best, man. I love when the microphone's in front of his mouth. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so it begs the question. That made us think. If there was a mascot battle in the Mountain West, and this isn't a competition like who has the most spirited or the best looking, but if they no, were to this like... this is a war. Head to, yes, head to head. Who would come out on top of this thing? Okay, well, and, and by the way, we need to break it down so we know, I mean, why we think these mascots have a chance or why these, yeah. Okay, and, and we're not talking about... You know, a person dressing up as a mascot. No, we're talking about the mascot itself in real life. Right. The idea of that mascot, if it was a real live thing in a battle. So let's start with the Mountain West West Division. Okay. Uh, A bulldog is about, what, two feet? It it would yap. but 50, 120 pounds. Yeah, it would get trampled. Some nice teeth. Or destroyed pretty quickly. Yeah. and, and, And its growl is not terrifying to... A UNLV Rebel. It would tuck its tail between its legs and run away. Now, the Rebel is a Looney Tunes cartoon character. and But uh, he has guns. It has a quick draw, yes. Right. As a definite quick draw, which would, I mean, give an advantage because one, it's a gun. Two, it's, you know, quick hands. Um, but it can't run. The Rebel can't move that fast unless he's on a horse. So that's the other question. Now, metaphorically, does the Rebel have a horse or not? But I would say no. As a rebel, no. they're on foot. Yeah, they were on foot. They're foot soldiers. Um, so let's look at, and this is 
one of the rare wins that San Jose State will ever get. Because because I feel like a Spartan is tough, can take wounds and survive. They the, well, they have the shield and they, the sword. Yes, and yep, yeah, and they are very capable of using both at the same time and using them both as weapons. They are very what is very it, a sword fit. or a spear. Ooh, yes. Ooh, does the Spartan use a sword or a spear? Well, d- d- have you ever seen the movie Three Hundred? I think it's a spear. No, it's a. It'd be a spear. Right? Looking up San Jose State Spartan mascot. Does he have a sword or a spear? This is important. We have to determine this. Sammy Spartan. Sammy the Spartan is the mascot name. Now, that may disqualify him a little bit. I don't know. No, it wouldn't. I would say if it... Well, if it's a sword, it still has a chance because it's quick. Quick hands. Like like the rebels with a gun, Spartan is with a sword. If it's a spear, it's still deadly because it's longer. I'm just seeing the helmet with the little flare thing. I gotta see the true mascot. Okay, there he is in his big puffy. Now he's wearing a he's got a sword. He's, he's got, got a sword. sword. Yep. Okay, I it's still going to struggle, especially against the other division. Because he has armor on. That's true. That's true. He Besides does have armor. a shield armor. and a sword, he and does have And he's very good armor. with the spear, with the spear, or some of the sword and a shield at the same time. Now, here's one. It's kind of interesting. The wolf pack. All right? Mm. Um, we have about maybe eight, nine. I mean, how many wolves are we talking here? That's what we need to ask ourselves. Are we talking eight wolves? Nine wolves, ten wolves, twelve wolves. In a pack, they're a pack of wolves is pretty formidable. But how many are we talking? Well, what's a pack? How many is in a pack? Google this for me. How many wolves are in? Because this is important. How many wolves does a Spartan, a Rebel, and a Bulldog need to kill? Besides the Aztecs and warriors, because you also have the New Mexico Lobos. Now that is just. Generally, wolves plural. So it could be two wolves. It could be a bunch of wolves. Well, they're they're gonna get a pack. Okay, here you go. A pack can range from two to thirty six. If you're if you're trying to fight off a pack of thirty six wolves, oh, that's that's gonna be tough. Thirty six wolves. Okay, so they might be in there for the long run. You know. They might be in there. I mean, well, look, if they even get down to 36 is a lot, so then if even if you kill 16, that's still 20 hanging around. Now, here's an interesting one. The Rainbow Warriors. Look, they're colorful, all right? Well, they just refer to themselves now as the Warriors. Oh, okay. Well, I like the Rainbow Warriors. But, okay, the Warriors. Fierce. Fierce. Fearless. The tribe of... What different what different differentiates them them <laughs> differentiates them? Yes, from a Spartan. What's mm. the difference? Fair question. Uh, both we- warriors both probably have some kind of a weapon. Yes. Both, to a degree, are trained for battle. Um, but I feel like the Spartan would probably have better armor. 
That's what I think, too. And the Warriors would. Yeah, me too. Okay, and then speaking of war, Aztecs. Now, they're coming out nearly bare naked. <laughs> I mean, they got their little skirt. They got a little helmet. Um, and they've got, like, some little arrow spear. Yeah. But I don't, they don't have as much armor on them. True. All right, they're going out for fashionable looks. All right, they're going off to show off. Ruthless. Their, they're going to show, they, they, show those their quads. Are, didn't they, like, drink blood of, like, human sacrifices and stuff like that? Yes, but the only blood they'll be drinking in this one is their own because they just aren't <laughs> lasting. The Spartans, like, the wolf pack are going to just slaughter them. Uh, the warriors, Spartans will do damage to them. The bulldog doesn't have a chance. No. So, okay, so if we had to take a winner out of the Aztecs, Warriors, so if you're going to bracket pack, this, yes. the top team coming out of the, the, the West top Divis- mascot to survive the West Division. Is it the Spartans? I mean, Spartans it, or the Wolfpack? Yeah, yeah I, that's what I'm thinking, too. It comes down to them. 36, I mean, I still think the Wolfpack, man. Depends on the size kill, of the Wolfpack. But if you said, what, you said 36 usually? 2 to 36. Okay, so we'll say 11, right? Football terms, we'll say 11. All right, here's another... Another source on the wolf pack. Pack sizes vary. Most packs have six or seven members. Some can include as many as 15. So 36 is probably extremely rare. Six or seven is more likely. Could a trained and armored Spartan warrior fend off six or seven wolves? How many warriors are there? Just one? Is, well, or Spartans. I think you just have to think of it as, well, that's a good question because the wolf pack is like multiple. Yeah, but that's a pack. But it is plural in Spartans. I mean, so are we talking two? Are we talking oh, three? Now we're really getting into the weeds. Now we're talking one? If we're talking one, wolf pack's going to win in dominating fashion. It's, it's, it's basketball all over again here in the Mountain West West. But if we're talking about if we're talking about plural, I still think the wolf pack win. Okay, what if we do a group of five of each type? Wait, what do you mean? If you did a group of five, like there were five wolves versus five Spartans versus five warriors versus five Aztecs versus five bulldogs versus five rebels. I'm... St- Ooh, that's a good point. So five wolf, five wolves then, right? For the pack? Yeah. Yeah, Spartans. I still think they'd find a way. You think the Spartans would outlast the Rebels with even with their... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Their pack and heat? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So let's go to the Mountain Division. So we, we're saying the Spartans would come out of the West. Yep. Yep. Okay, let's go to the Mountain Division. This is kind of interesting. This one is actually really intriguing. We'll start here. The Broncos. Now, we're just talking about a horse who's wild who likes to run free. Okay? We're talking about the man from Snowy River. We're talking about Belinda Carlisle's song, Runaway Horses. I just don't think they last. I think the, I think the Bronco would rear up its legs and then run away. Yes. yes. Avoid danger. I would agree. Uh, the and then you have the Wyoming Cowboys. Now the Cowboys are interesting because that brings firepower. Right, they have a rifle and they have a horse. That's right. It's rearing up on a horse, 
And as Coach Leach said, the rifle changes everything. <laughs> so I like the Wyoming Cowboys so far. Now the Air Force Falcons. Look, you're a bird who's going to fly and you can't pick up a human. You're screwed. All right. Unless Go, it pecks out your eyes. Like yeah, yeah. Mike the Leach beak, is. right? The beak. Yeah. So you aren't, I mean, you aren't going to have any success there. Uh, just go sit in your nest and hang out and watch the fight from above. Uh, a Lobo. The Lobos. I don't think stand a shot in heck here. Okay, I mean, it gets back to this, how many wolves? Is it just, it, Lobo is Spanish for wolf. So it's Lobos. Is it two wolves? How many wolves? Uh, well, I mean, do we go with the five again? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so Lobos are out of it. I still don't think they're even You're going to disqualify the Lobos. The Rams are an interesting one. Aggressive, strong, but I think they get shot down by a Cowboy. And I think the Cowboys should steal the Broncos and ride them. So the Cowboys right now are my clear-cut favorite. Now, the Aggies, a bull. Horns, fierce, big. mean, big, strong. The largest animal, phys- physical specimen of any of the, uh, the mascots that have been discussed. Uh, you ever seen a bull going crazy in the middle of a rodeo arena? Uh, yeah. I wouldn't dare want to mess with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when his eyes lock on, you know, when his eyes lock on you, uh, run for your life. Run very, very fast. <laughs> uh, let us know what you would think. Which mascot, if there was a mascot So battle, I'm taking the Cowboy over the Aggie, and I'm taking the Spartan to win the battle. Oh, that's right, because you have the Mountain Division winner versus because the that West Aggie, Division Look, winner. I mean, again... The PP7s just, does, I mean, you don't have a shot. No pun intended. Yeah, I'm taking the, uh, I'm taking the uh, cowboy. You're taking the cowboy over the, over the Aggie bull. Yes. So what about the, uh, the cowboy versus the, um, the Spartan? Same, for same reason? Because he has a gun? Has no, a I like the Spartan. More aggressive, fearless. They go right after you. You know, when they got the they got the armor on. The cowboy doesn't have any armor on. If a Spartan if had you a take spear, the horse how out, much would you, it change things? If you take the horse out, you beat the cowboy. What? If if the Spartan had a spear instead of a sword, would that change things? No. I feel like he could fend yeah. off a horse better yeah. if he had a spear. You're right. No, that's a good point, Eric. Okay. Uh, we st- we have much more to get to than debating which mascot is is more powerful or more formidable in a battle. But uh, we're, we're gonna hear. We got some stuff from Rocky Long. We got stuff from the San Diego State Athletic Director. Really interesting stuff about this new law that's being proposed in California. Uh, and continue to get you ready for cave or for uh, Aggie Game Day. It's coming up on uh, Saturday night. So all that's coming up next here on the Full Court Press, one hundred six point nine FM, thirteen ninety AM. The Fan. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson. Ajay. Okay, this is a question that we haven't asked. Okay. Pac-12 mascots versus Mountain West mascots. All right, well, we, uh, ooh, 
Man, now we're getting heavy. Uh, well, here's how you got to think about it, Eric. Uh, a duck is just, I mean, a duck just doesn't care. All right? It just doesn't care. Um, it seems like Pac-12 mascots, there's more like animals. Yeah. Mountain uh, West, there's like more like people yeah. or groups of yeah. things. Uh, like Aztecs, Spartans. A, be- a, a beaver just wants to build its cave and sit there and think about life. Warriors, how long can it hold its breath? Uh, yeah. Uh, a ute does stand a chance. Problem is, is well, like you said, there's more people on the M- Mountain West side. Uh, and that goes the same for a Trojan. Um, you've got the Arizona. So certain ones cancel wild, each other out. Trojans versus Spartans. No. Utes yeah. versus wild Cowboys. Wildcats would get eliminated by Rams, right? Uh, the Sun Devils are an interesting one. Um, you know, Satan, it does have a chance. It's close. <laughs> Gives, giving Satan a fighting chance. Uh, 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 the, the pitchfork can do some damage, but I still like the Spartan with its spear. Um, who else do we got? Washington Cougar, right? The Washington State Washington Cougars State, and the Cougars Huskies, and the Huskies versus the Wolf Pack. Two sets of Wolf Packs, by the way. Yeah, and yeah, two sets. Ooh, and then you got like the Aggies of the Mountain West versus. I mean, give me another Pac-12 team. Uh, yeah, a couple of Bru- a couple of bears, a Bruin and a bear. Ooh, an Aggie versus a bear. Ooh, bear might win that one though. Dude, what I mean, Bears, just one, just bulls, one, just one. Battlestar Galactica. One upper right hand to the chin of the Aggie from the bear, and that thing is TKO. Uh, so yeah, that, that might be a lone win for the Pac-12. Would you match up the the Rams against the Cardinal? No, ooh, no Falcons versus the Cardinal. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, that Falcons makes a little versus more sense. the Cardinal. Um. Can the tree withstand the poop or the egg's nest? That's the question. I mean, because really, it's li- it, I mean, it's living there rent free, kind of like they what, live in kind of like what you other. do in my head in regards to pick six is what the falcon does to the tree. So yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, you know what? When I think about this, Mountain West is running away with this win easily, just like they do in everything else. Mountain West has more formidable mascots than Pac-12. Yes. I'm down with that. You okay with that? Yeah. I think that's, yeah. If you were to line up and on a battlefield, all of the Pac-12 mascots on one side and all of the Mountain West mascots on another. Hey, what's the one mascot that you don't get in sports? I mean, for example, Christopher Lloyd said in Angels in the End Zone that he never <laughs> understood the, the He never understood the mascot, the Utah Jazz. Amen. Right? But what like you know what, the historical origins? It makes sense, but well, yeah. I mean, look, that's great. But you know, even, like even the New Orleans Hornets realized, look, this isn't working. So, granted, they went to the Pelicans, which wasn't much better. But I understand why. Uh, and and the, what what's the Crimson Tide? What is that? Just red water? So red wine? <laughs> red red uh, wine. And how do they? That at- should be their theme song. Uh, well, and then how do they attach a big giant elephant to that? Yeah, that's the other thing, that man. That seem to make sense. How do they get a Reggie I've out never, of that? I've never figured out the Stanford Cardinal and how it's a tree. Well, that, dude, that's based on like the, like the name of the tree. It's a cardinal. That's well, isn't cool. the idea of a mascot to represent like what you're about and maybe even yeah, dude, strike fear in into your opponent? Well, then why are the Utah Jazz the Utah Jazz? Like, hey, we're the Jazz. <laughs> Great. Where's your saxophone? How long were you in band camp for? 
Jazz hands. <laughs> Forgot about that. Hey, and then, uh, I mean, like, uh, what's one in baseball that we wouldn't understand? Uh, Yankees are that Red Sox. Like, that's supposed to be intimidating. No wonder the Yankees owned you for 20-something years, man. The Red Sox? You got the Red Sox, the White Sox. Yeah, do like, yeah, you see what I mean? The Dodgers? I mean, what are you good at? Dodging stuff? Yeah, they were dodging uh, streetcars. Jeez. Padres? We are the San Diego dads. <laughs> How's that going for you? The New York Knickerbockers. Oh, man. Yeah. But see, I, lo- I like how classy that is. Knickerbockers? Yeah. Or like, in, yeah. I, underpants? I, <laughs> tall socks? But wait, you Let's didn't get say excited about the for red socks? tall socks and pants tucked into your socks. Hey, what's the Packers? Cheese Packers. Uh, that's supposed to be intimidating. We're bringing the cheese. <laughs> Great. Uh, Swiss or American? They turn you into curds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really am just wondering. I didn't know. Uh, what's another NFL team? Buccaneers? No. How much time do we got? 10 seconds. 10 seconds? Yeah. Anyways, if you know of any weird mascot names, let us know. Find us on Twitter, eFrance, and our ology, Salvi. <laughs> All right. More about Utah State, San Diego State coming up next hour. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Usually by week 16, we see backup quarterbacks starting throughout the NFL. It's the ugly reminder of pro football. But this year, the wave of quarterback injuries has hit early and hit hard. Yesterday, we learned Ben Roethlisberger's out for the season with the elbow injury, and Drew Brees will miss significant time with a hand injury. Nick Foles and Sam Darnold were already out. Andrew Luck retired right before the season, and we're only through two weeks and teams are already panicking. This is a quarterback-driven league. Everybody knows that. These injuries will test each of these organizations. That's not to say that they can't win with a backup. The Eagles did it with Nick Foles. Throughout history, great quarterbacks have gotten a chance because of injuries. If Mo Lewis didn't hit Drew Bledsoe, who knows when Tom Brady would have gotten a shot. We'll see if there's a diamond in the rough out there. Hopefully the injuries slow down and we don't see too many backups getting their chance as the season trudges on. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise.